Hi, and welcome to the third third installment of our uh, Culture Talks. And today what we're actually going to do is we're going to focus on a couple of different areas that are really important, especially in this current climate of everything going on and um, with the pandemic and COVID-19. So at the start, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the importance of having a plan for post-COVID-19 and the importance of starting to look ahead, even in these circumstances when you don't know what's happening with your business or what will happen to your business, it's important to lay the foundation and start trying to keep a positive mindset that if an opportunity arises that there's that you can get back out into uh, opening the business, then you want to do that in the quickest way possible. And we'll share some of our ideas on what we're currently doing to do the same. And we're also going to talk about unemployment and the importance of understanding that some businesses will not survive past the uh, the furlough period and um, cash flow is just going to drop um, and whether that means temporary unemployment for their um, furloughed uh, employees or businesses going under it can have a massive impact on the local economy and we'll, we'll touch upon that but also the from the the individual the person's perspective the people who become unemployed or the businesses or the, the business leaders who have to and have those really, really difficult and draining conversations and how mental health is impacted. And we'll focus on mental health specifically um, about some of the things you can do, not only from a management perspective or a business owner perspective or an employee perspective, but as a human being that you understand it's important to talk out if you're not happy, it's okay not to be okay. Um, and that you're looking after the people around you. Again, work colleagues, family members and friends. Look, Sean, I'll let you jump in at the first point um, and we can get into it. Yeah, so I mean, we'll look at this um, as a few different areas. Um, some of the things, as you mentioned there, is that first of all, we're going to have um, workplaces who are coming back um, to the workplace in, I suppose, maybe a relatively soon space of time and others who are going to take that wee bit longer. And um, we're also going to have the, the scenario where some businesses aren't going to be able to come back and operate and they're not going to hit the, round, the ground running. They're not going to be operating at full capacity straight away which is going to be a difficult circumstance. And then we're going to have the businesses who can't sustain all of their employees because business has dropped um, so much, which is going to be very difficult because it's going to lead to a lot of unfortunate unemployment, which we've seen a lot of um, already happen with like the British Airways and things like that already. So it's going to be difficult times ahead. Um, and one of the things that we're, we've been looking at is um, of recent times, we've become part of a couple of forums. Um, and that's for, for anybody who, who isn't aware of it. And um, we're a management company for a, a bowl alley um, called Odyssey Bowl. Um, and yesterday it was actually on the, the news. Um, so one of the forums that we're part of, um, set up by uh, Thomas Fagan from Eddie Irvine Sports, is the Entertainment and Leisure Forum. Um, and, and the focus around that is really looking at um, the of rates and the grants and things like that that the government aren't supplying at the minute for larger businesses, um, which makes things very, very difficult for a large business who has a lot of outgoings and employ a lot of people. And we do need that extra support. So that's what that forum is about. And then Megan McGattern from Movie House Cinemas has set up the Northern Ireland um, Bowling Forum, Empire Bowling Forum, which um, we took part in yesterday. Um, and th these things are great because it gives people the opportunity, first of all, to come together and create a consistent approach. And, you know, it's great to see that, that businesses who are competition to each other, essentially, are coming together and to come to some conclusions, bring together some ideas. And that consistent approach is really what's going to sustain us throughout this. If we can gain people's confidence, we can build the confidence that we can provide a safe environment, then that would be great. It would get us, get us a great start um, and, of course, get more team members on board when business increases and, and things like that. So these things are all very, very important. And 
there's there's a few different areas that, that we look at um, within that. First of all, it's the safety of the, the team members who are coming in, the safety of the employees, and then the actual business itself. So is it sustainable? And there's a lot of lot of places such as hospitality industry and things like that who are going to really struggle um, big time with this. And the government's going to have to lend more support than we are lending um, in order to get us through this period. Because if the hospitality industry goes on its knees, you're losing a lot. This hospitality industry is a, is a big, big industry, as we all very well know, and an amazing industry as well. It gives so many opportunities to so many people, and it's deserving um, of some sort of support um, following COVID-19, because up to now, it's, let's face it, it has been a struggle. There has been support given, but it hasn't been that easy to get. Um, it hasn't been easy to come across, and having to pay money out in advance of furlough pay coming in hasn't been easy. So there's been, as you said, cash flow problems um, going through it, and that's going to continue on after that yeah look i think you've done a good job of, of highlighting some of the things that we're looking at doing you know right down to like painting your lines or cell taping out two meter squares like the local grocery stores and, and shops are doing and um looking at how you can get ahead of that curve in terms of you know if you if you're in a position where you don't know what the future holds for your business you're going to take every chance you should be taking every chance possible um to make sure that you have the chance, you know, if that makes sense, you should be laying out plans, foundations, like we are trying to do. Um, Sean mentioned lobbying with uh, uh, like uh, competitors. So it's important to understand that, yes, we're all in a marketplace and, and there's competitive advantages over location and, and, and all that. But when it really comes down to it, in a scenario like this, which is completely unprecedented, has never happened before on this scale, there may be no marketplace to go back to. So you need to pull together as a group of people who are in the same similar type businesses and understand that together there is strength in numbers and that you're going to local government, you're going to your local MP, you're speaking to them and you're saying that this is what we need. Like I know that um, England, Scotland and Wales have 12 months of rate relief. We've only got in Northern Ireland three months. And Michael McAdam spoke extremely well uh, last night on B BBC Newsline, as well as Tom Thomas Fagan from um, Eddie Irvine Sports, and and they spoke so well about how it's important for the government to go back. And obviously, health is the main concern. Of course, they're focused on that. But there is a time now, hopefully, to start as as things I believe are getting better. And um, you start looking at the infrastructure, you start looking at the businesses, you start looking at the high bit how the world can go back to a normality that. Uh, mimics what we knew before so looking forward to what you can be doing and you know it's right down to simple things like starting to speak and use different language with your your teams that you're in constant contact with them that you're reminding them that you're doing everything you can offering um, them to give ideas that they can push forward that uh, you can then pass on to the owners of the organization or you the owner of the organization can lobby with the other people in your marketplace don't sit still because if you create no action, there will. If there's no cause, there'll be no effect, and you need to understand that, live it, and actually move forward with it. Um, yes, Sean mentioned that there are a lot of businesses, especially the hospitality industry, who are genuinely on their knees at the minute. Um, but then you can see some stories of of maybe takeaways or businesses like Dean's restaurants, like there, Michael Dean and his team snapped in the action, started putting delivery services in place. It's inspiring when you see businesses, you, you feel a sense of pride when you say, do you know what? They're not taking it land down. 
And I know, and we're not taking away from the fact that many businesses don't have the capacity. And um, believe me, Sean, you can we can admit that we have we have struggled to figure out uh, a platform which we're hopefully going to roll out very soon. But to put everything online, now we're a services in the, uh, we're in the service industry, so it's it's it should be easier for us to do something like that, especially the Zoom calls and whatever. But whatever your context is, have a think outside the box. Speak to your team. Look at your competitors and see what they're doing. And do not be afraid to reach out to them and say, I'm struggling. Can you help? Because there aren't many people who are going to take advantage in a situation like this because people are people. Yeah. You know, Even from the conversations we had yesterday, it's, it's heartwarming to kind of have everybody from the same industry together um, who actually do genuinely care about each other. You know, we talk about competition and things like that, but you know, we would never want to see anything go wrong with any other business no matter what they are the competition is healthy it's good and we have all worked together anyway we've, we've all communicated with each other at other points when we needed that um, support and um, we've been there to support other people too so it is it's competition but it's healthy and it's good nature competition as well because for the greater good of of everybody um but one of the one of the other things that you touched on there jp was the like talking about the team in particular and that's obviously is one of our main focuses and talking about the, the cultural aspects and how we move forward with that you know, looking at it now at the minute, as you say, it's important to have the contact with the people um, within your organization now and, and take their points, listen to them, as you say, and pass that on. And it really still value them. You know, even, even your um, employees who are furloughed at this point, they're still still part of your team. Um, and it's important. And I've heard lots of stories about, um, lots of positive stories about people who have done the, the, the right thing, who have kept communication with their, their team. And that's great to hear. And, and I hope most organizations at least um, are doing that but it's important that we remember the circumstances they're under how difficult it is whenever they're sitting at home and everybody has different circumstances families um bills to pay whatever the circumstances may be and it's a difficult point already and um, without financial concerns and not knowing what the future holds so i think it's important about information you, you have that you're able to share that you share with them immediately um, just just be open and honest with your team create that that bond and that trust that you hopefully did have um beforehand and it'll hold you like a It'll help you in the future when your business does open because the people who you show respect to now will show respect to you once you reopen again, and that'll make your business even more stronger. And it's going to be difficult points because, as we said, there's some businesses won't be able to operate at full capacity. So unfortunately, we don't know what the circumstances are going to be in terms of furlough pay. But when the business comes back, not all employees are going to come back with it. Now I don't know if furlough pay pay will continue at that point and some can get it some can't but there's going to be difficult decisions that need to be made and it's about trying to make these as fairly as possible um, and, and giving your team the, the right amount of hours to, to keep them covered and there's going to be a lot of different scenarios um, that we need to look at and it will be tough and there will be people who just can't sustain all the employees that they had at the beginning of COVID-19 and unfortunately mm-hmm. we're going to see redundancies we're going to see people laid off um, and left without working the unemployment Unfortunately, isn't going to help mental health, which is already probably very low. We probably don't even know the extent um, of what, where the mental health is now. And, and yeah. In them circumstances. Yeah, look, I, I think that there is going to be, uh, like, we don't know if it's going to be a short-term unemployment for businesses to get back up on their feet. I, I think it's highly likely that organizations are going to have to choose a certain percentage of people coming in naturally when you're socially distancing you need to lower the numbers so there's no there, there isn't as much demand in terms of um the amount of people you need on shift um now there 
I think that the element of maybe rotating shifts and giving everybody a piece of the pie, for lack of a better way of describing it, is probably the best way forward. Um, myself and Sean would have a lot of experience in terms of rotors, um, especially in busy environments and event environments and whatever. Obviously, obviously so, if that's possible, it depends on what the business is, but if that's only possible, only, it's definitely the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, for instance, right before everything went uh, into lockdown, I know that a lot of organizations were looking at rotating. So 50% of the organization being in, if you're in an office setting, um, one week and 50% the next week and vice versa. And the weeks you're not in, you're working from home if you have the capacity to do that, like Sean mentioned. So it's it's important to understand that, that, that if there is a situation where there is unemployment and unfortunately what, from what we're seeing and from what we believe and based on everything of the conversations we're having with um, local councils and whatever, like, it looks as though there will be a lot of uh, unemployment and businesses will crumble, unfortunately. And I think as a community, as a business community, it's, a, it's important for us to pull together. And not that, there isn't, not that there's much to tell right now, but myself and Sean have really been looking at that because the mental health side, Sean, like you mentioned, it's so important to understand that it is going to have an adverse impact on our population you know the people like at the end of the day you need to remember we hold extremely busy and high rates of suicide and mental health issues in um this region in northern ireland and it's important to understand that there, there is going to be an influx there's going to be a surge after this and we, we hear the terms flattening the curve i believe that we we need to start creating a contingency plan here for people and i mean this inside and outside of business because and unemployment because I'm fearful that the pressure and a lot of times it will start from financial pressure or just maybe losing loved ones maybe just the pressure leaders are under owners are under maybe you lose your business there needs to be things put in place for people to have a support from peers the business community have led the way for many years now especially when there was no government in place and every event Sean as you know, we went to, there was a sly joke about how the business community are leading the way. And, and you know, you, you'd mentioned um, before about Colin Neal um, and how amazing he's doing in terms of lobbying for the hospitality industry. And, you know, one person can make a massive ripple, especially in a small, small pond like Northern Ireland. So yeah. remember yeah. that and, and, and understand that you taking the time to, if you're in a position some businesses have done amazing some businesses need extra people and they will continue to need extra people if you have the capacity to take someone on and give them a couple of hours please do not hesitate put it out there speak to people put it out on linkedin put it on facebook give people opportunities to keep their livelihood going in terms of a financial perspective and you know if you're in a situation where you had to let people go put it out there put it out there and i guarantee you there will be people who will try with the best intentions to help you out because again there is strength in numbers and i remember i put a video out and it's probably the lowest most somber video i've ever put out and it was after we had to tell our guys and before we found out if they were going to be furloughed and we had to tell them that they, they were being made redundant and it was really difficult but i was still trying to stay optimistic and at the time the amount of people who either direct mailed me or posted underneath commenting that you know things will get better come on keep it going 
And I'm a positive person, but at the best of times, when you have to have those types of conversations, and we supported each other, our whole management team, the team that we oversee, we all came together as a management team and rolled that out together. There's some organizations that you don't have that luxury, that you have to take it all on the chin. So I, I suppose it'd be a good time to maybe say that, and I had made a video last night about it, but if you need any kind of support, myself and Sean are here. We're here to talk to you, to listen more importantly. And if you need any kind of support, you need to put in touch with somebody. I'm not saying we know everybody, but I know that we have a network of people, of friends around us that we have met through the business community who are willing to help. And I think it's important to understand that and start focusing on some of the charities and because it's honing in on that mental health side of things you need to remember that there are some amazing, amazing charities. One that we always highlight that always stands out to us is PIPS Charity. Um, we have a fantastic relationship with PIPS Charity who are there and, and have been there for our team over a number of years. At one point, we needed them more than we ever needed them. Mm -hmm. um, and they stood, they stood up beside us, gave us the advice when we were, we, we were worried about giving the wrong advice. Um, and, you know, they're there to help. Yeah, so I mean, when we talk about support as well, it's not only about the individual support, but it's about when we're creating plans for businesses moving forward as well. A lot of things that we're going to look at, that all businesses are going to look at is how do we open safely and provide that safety net for both our, our team and our, our customers coming in. But as well as that, we need to provide that, that safety net in terms of mental health. So that needs to be part of the planning for reopening again, because even the team who are lucky enough to come back into the workplace, there's still been a hard slog behind them. A lot of stuff that will have been on that we won't even know a lot of things that have happened because we don't have that same contact that we would have had before within the workplaces. So it's nearly in some ways about getting to know your team again um, in the short term and understanding where they're coming from and what issues or concerns that they may have working in the workplace. And it goes back to that communication piece again, but there should be some sort of um, planning in terms of looking after your team's mental health and, and how you do um, put, put things forward in terms of maybe some organizations who don't have the capacity to keep people on they discuss that and they do take the time with the employees who they're left in that position with um, because there's no employer wants to let employees go it's not a nice scenario as you said i mean we we've done it in that scenario and thankfully it all turned around a bit and we know we'll have our team together again and, and ready to come in but if you're in a circumstance where you're making that, that a permanent decision for someone that's very very difficult it's tough for, for leaders of organizations to do that but this is the time that leaders need to stand up there are tough circumstances which need to be dealt with and they have to be able to do that, but with a current and, and understanding, empathetic way um, that there is to do it. So it's about really, really planning ahead, um, really understanding people and good communication are all the key aspects that we need to look at moving forward. In terms of the unemployment side, you know, you know yourself, JP, we've been looking at ways that we can um, support unemployment, that we can support people who are left unemployed. And one of the things that we looked at before this all happened was about how we can create um, good people to win the good, good organizations and create a high standard. So we want to try and match that up. And we're talking in terms of culture here, how we put culture training in place um, for the people as well as the business and put that together. So we've started to look at this in a different aspect now, but how we can just help everyone as, as much as we can, because I think business is at the center of everything. It's at the center of the people and it's at the center of the communities. And we want to be able to impact all that. that that's, what, that's what core impacts about is about impacting people, impacting business and impacting community. And we want to provide whatever we can after this and whatever, way we can support people, we're very open to doing that. So if you have any suggestions or anything that you'd like to ask, please contact us, as the CAP said there. Yeah, look, it's, it's uh, I mean, we could go on forever, so we should probably call it a close a little bit, but what, I just wanted to highlight, we're here to help. Whether that's 
in a capacity that we're working alongside you and your organization, or it's literally us picking up the phone or taking a Zoom call um, and, and giving our honest, God honest opinion. Um, we're always here to help. Yeah. And we, we try to stick true to our word to that. We try to add value where we can. Um, and, you know, we love doing it. We first and foremost, obviously, look after the team that we're directly responsible for. And we make sure, and, and we've made sure that they're ticking along and the, the WhatsApp group is popping away every day, every hour. Um, and they're having a bit of banter. They're, they were talking about putting quizzes together. They've already started putting your sort of name, the celebrity pictures in. And, you know, and it's a nice feeling when you see that you've done the groundwork there and it almost looks after itself. Um, and I could go off on a whole tangent about informal leaders and stuff, but I won't, but I'll, I'll pull it there. But mental health, I suppose, being one of the main key components of this conversation um, and understanding that it's, it is okay not to be okay. It is okay to ask for help. Just because you reach out to somebody doesn't mean that they're going to judge you. Um, and sometimes a stranger can help. And if we're a stranger to you, please reach out, have a conversation with us. We're all day or night. We will always get back to you as soon as we can. Um, and I hope you're all keeping safe. I think it's important to say as well, just a, a big thank you to anyone who supported us as well. We've, we've had quite a few messages coming through, people asking how we're doing, how we're getting yeah. on and, and giving us different pieces of advice or send us information on, on grants and things like that. You know, we lost Enterprise Park as well. Um, we've just received messages from them, very supportive, um, as well as many of the people within our, our LinkedIn network as well, who, who we now call friends, which is, has been amazing um, as part of this journey. So guys, look, listen, there's going to be lots of different scenarios that are going to um, come out of this, but we'll reiterate just for the last time, we're here to help. So in terms of your team, just remember, engage, enable, and empower.